Hello, this is R.J. Deacon reading the Supreme Court of the United States Opinion Syllabus in Cochise Consultancy versus United States X. Rel. Hunt. Certiori to the United States Court of Appeals for the 11th Circuit. Argued March 19th, 2019. Decided May 13th, 2019. The False Claims Act permits a private person, known as a relator, to bring a quietam civil action in the name of the federal government, that's 31 U.S.C. 3730B, against any person who knowingly presents a false or fraudulent claim for payment to the government or to certain third parties acting on the government's behalf, sections 3729A and B2. The government may choose to intervene in the action. See sections 3730B2 and 4. Two limitations periods apply to a civil action under section 3730. Section 3731B. An action must be brought within either six years after the statutory violation occurred, 3731B1, or three years after the official of the United States charged with responsibility to act in the circumstances knew or should have known the relevant facts, but not more than 10 years after the violation. Section 3731b2. The period providing the later date serves as the limitations period. In November 2013, Respondent Hunt filed a complaint alleging that petitioners, two defense contractors, collectively here Cochise, defrauded the government by submitting false payment claims for providing security services in Iraq up until early 2007. Hunt claims he revealed Cochise's allegedly fraudulent scheme during a November 30, 2010 interview with federal officials about his role in an unrelated contracting fraud in Iraq. The United States declined to intervene in the action, and Cochise moved to dismiss the complaint as barred by the statute of limitations. Hunt countered that his complaint was timely under 3731b2. In dismissing the action, the district court considered three potential interpretations that 3731b2 does not apply to the relator-initiated action in which the government elects not to intervene, that 3731b2 applies in non-intervened actions, and the limitations period begins when the relator knew or should have known the relevant facts, or that 3731b2 applies in non-intervened actions, and the limitations period begins when the government official responsible for acting knew or should have known the relevant facts. The court rejected the third interpretation and found that Hunt's complaint would be untimely under either of the first two. The 11th Circuit reversed and remanded, adopting the third uh, interpretation. The Supreme Court held, um, affirmed, Justice Thomas delivered the opinion for unanimous court. The limitations period in Section 3731b2 applies in a relator-initiated suit in which the government has declined to intervene. Both government-initiated suits under 3730a and relator-initiated suits under 3730b are civil actions under Section 3730. Thus, the plain text of the statute makes the two limitations periods applicable in both types of suits. 
Cochise claims that the starting a that starting a limitations period when the party entitled to bring a claim learns the re relevant facts is a default rule of tolling provisions. So subsection B2 should apply only when the government is a party. But treating a relator-initiated non-intervened suit as a civil action under section 3730 for purposes of subsection B1, but not subsection B2, is at odds with fundamental rules of statutory interpretation. Because a single use of a statutory phrase generally must have a fixed meaning, see Ratzlaff versus United States, interpretations that would attribute different meanings to the same phrase should be avoided. Reno versus Bossier Parish School. Here, the clear text of the statute controls. Cochise's reliance on Graham County Soil and Water Conservation District versus United States XREL Wilson is misplaced. Nothing in Graham County supports giving the phrase civil action under Section 3730 in 3731B two different meanings, depending on whether the government intervenes. While the Graham County Court sought a construction that avoids counterintuitive results, there the text admitted two plausible interpretations. Here, Cochise points to no other plausible interpretation of the text, so the judicial inquiry is complete. Barnhart versus Sigmund. The relator in a non-intervened suit is not the official of the United States, whose knowledge triggers 3731b2's three-year limitations period. The statute provides no support for such a reading. First, a private relator is neither appointed as an officer of the United States nor employed by the United States. Second, the provision authorizing Quaitam suits is entitled Actions by Private Persons, Section 3730B. Third, the statute refers to the official charged with responsibility to act in the circumstances. Regardless of precisely which official or officials the statute is refer referring to in Section 3731b2's use of the definite article, the, suggests that Congress did not intend for private relators to be considered the official of the United States. See Rumsfeld versus Padilla. Nor are private relators charged with responsibility to act in the sense contemplated by Section 3731b, as they are not required to investigate or prosecute a False Claims Act action. The judgment below is affirmed. Justice Thomas delivered the opinion for a unanimous court. If you'd like to get a hold of the podcast, we can be reached at rhodesscholar80 at gmail.com. That's R-O-A-D-S and 8-0.